passionate about the truth of God's Word and will tell you like it is. Autumn Miles is a best-selling author of three books, popular speaker, CEO, wife of 16 years, mom to four children, not to mention everybody's best friend. With fresh biblical insight, she dares you to step out in raw faith. Hey there, producer Mike here for the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn has taken a much-needed vacation, so I am jumping on to tell you what we have for you today on this program. We are bringing you a special message that Autumn recorded earlier this month via Facebook. Autumn regularly shares from the Word of God through a Facebook live stream. She also hosts monthly in-depth Bible studies from her Facebook page. To find Autumn on Facebook, just search for at Autumn Miles on Facebook or head over to our website to find all of her social media platforms. Now, do you ever feel dry on the inside? Has life got you down in the dumps? I'm pretty sure we've all felt that way from time to time. Well, Autumn has an encouraging word for you today that you don't want to miss. I don't want to take up any more time, so let's get to the show. Here's Autumn on this special edition of the Autumn Miles Show. Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 hello. Um, we are here to give you guys some encouragement. So I am actually, uh, for those of you that don't know, um, I'm in my studio. I have a studio, which I do uh, the podcast out of, and I do a po fresh podcast every week. You know, years ago, I did a selfie video um, every week, and it was like super, I did it every week, and a lot of you guys have been following since way back in the day. A lot of you guys are OGs out there, um, and and I love, love, love that, but now we have, we have, we have come a little bit further than that in the ministry. And so I do a fresh podcast every single week and it's really, it's like a message. It's really what God has laid on my heart. So here's the deal. So um, I'm in my studio uh, that I do a lot of recording out of. And if you haven't downloaded the podcast or listened to the podcast, please do. I put a lot of work into it. My whole team does, but I just felt so strongly that I wanted to tonight um, come to you guys because here's the deal. Everybody and their mom is losing hope, okay? It's like a hope is lost epidemic out there. And um, I have been studying the scripture from so many different... I feel like God is bring, keeps bringing me back to, to hope, and he keeps bringing me back to quenching our thirst, okay? Um, so those are things that even since uh, January 1st, I have been studying in the word myself, but I felt strongly like someone out there tonight feels absolutely dry. Just like, I mean, you know, like my, my daughter just had garlic bread for dinner and it was so dry. I mean, you could just crack that thing and it was, and it's just real crisp. And I feel like this is for someone out there that feels this exact same way. 2020 has just, you just can't even handle your life. It's almost as if you can't get ahead of um, just the encouragement now because 2020 and maybe the beginning of 2021 just have not been your friend. And you might not, listen, 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 you might not look dry 
from the outside. Do you know what I mean? Like we could look so pretty on the outside. Like, you know the thing, you can go get your hair done. You could go get your, like, I got my roots bleached the other day, praise the Lord, because they were not looking good. But you can go get your hair done. You can go get a cut. You can get a new whatever, a new outfit or whatever. And you can be looking excellent on the outside. But you know, you know that on the inside, you feel completely dry. You know, it's kind of like this with plants, right? I kill every single plant that I get. Like, don't send me a plant. It won't live. I, I try. I try to do it. But here's the thing. You get a plant. You plant it in the ground. I try this every spring with flowers. I love flowers. I think they're beautiful and I love them. But you put them in the ground and you water them super, super good that first day. Okay? And then maybe day two, your kids are crazy, so you forget to water the plants. Day, But they're still alive. They still look good. But they need that water, and maybe you forget. Day three, they're still looking okay, okay? But they're dry, and they need water. Day four, they're probably still looking all right, but they're dry. And eventually, eventually you go out, and they are dead, okay? This happens to me every single time whenever I have plants. And this is what I feel like is happening with the church, with the world. Um, we are looking good. I mean, we can Instagram a picture like nobody's business. We can look good. We can wear the clothes. We can do the hair. We can whatever. Our kids are looking whatever. But you know, on the inside of you, you are so dry. You do not have the nourishment of the living water. You know, and you don't even have to tell me and you don't don't even have to put it in the chat. You can feel yourself dry. And that's who I'm talking to tonight. You know, I will be like super transparent with you. The last two years, uh, pre 2020, I worked myself so much. I worked so much. I was everywhere. I traveled everywhere. I released two books in 11 months, two in 11 months. I was pouring out to you. I was pouring out to the person on the street. I was pouring out to my kids. I was going and I was preaching to thousands of people and 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 I regret absolutely none of it. But do you know what? It, when I got alone with the Lord, my conversation a year ago with the Lord was, God, I am pouring out so much, but I am not getting enough poured into me. I'm giving out so much, but I'm not giving uh, there's not enough poured into me. And, and then God gave me 2020 and he gave me a lot of time. And he told me, listen, I'm going to work on you and I am going to pour my spirit back into you in a way that's going to totally rejuvenate you. Otherwise you are going to completely burn out. That's why I took a break from all the selfie videos last year. That's why I stepped back, focused on my family. Let me tell you something. If you are one of those people that you feel like I just feel so dry and I don't feel like I am getting the nourishment from the word that I need, the nourishment from the Lord that I need, I am one of the, these people that 
I'm kind of desperate. I don't look from the outside like I'm hurting because I always put on a brave face. I'm always the strong one. I'm always the one that, well, people call and I give them um, counsel on their problems. I'm always the strong one. No one really knows how dry spiritually I feel on the inside. This is for you. Guys, I have been obsessed with the Valley of the Dry Bones really for years, ever since I discovered it several, 10, 10, 15 years ago. And I really uh, sunk my teeth into it because it was great. And if you don't know the entire story, the prophet Ezekiel, God gives him a valley and there is a valley full of dry bones. I did a message on this and we re-ran the podcast. I think it was the first one we did this year. Uh, we did a rerun between Christmas and, uh, and January 1st. If you want to hear that, go listen to it. But God shows Ezekiel a vision. Hang with me. This is so good. He shows him a vision. And it's a valley full of dry bones. I mean, they're dry. There's just bones everywhere. There's just bones and they are dry. And the Bible says in Ezekiel 37 in the first couple of chapters, and lo, they were very dry. And then the Lord tells Ezekiel to prophesy to the bones. And so he prophesies to the bones and they come and they come to life. Okay. This is a vision that Ezekiel is having. But then there is the vision that was explained. And that's the part I want to focus on tonight. After they come to life and they stand up a great army, you can read this for yourself in Ezekiel 37. The vision, the Lord explains the vision to Ezekiel. And this is where I want you to listen. He says this, then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, listen, they say, They're saying the bones, the bones are speaking. They say our bones are dried up and our hope has perished and we are completely cut off. And I said in that actually for days now, um, the bones are now actually speaking in this uh, vision that is um, interpreted. And they're saying, our bones are dried up. If I'm being honest, our hope has perished. We're completely cut off. You know, there is a place that we go from disappointment to despair, and that's where these bones had gotten. There's, that's where the house of Israel had gotten in this passage. Now, would anyone have looked at the house of Israel and would anyone have said, oh, they have no hope whatsoever? No, but God knew the state of them on the inside. God knew that they felt like their hope was completely gone. Their hope was completely gone. 
And that's where I know, because I went live late at night when I'm putting my kids to bed, that's where I know some of you are today. You go to church, You maybe you are active in church, maybe you are the leader of the children's ministry or the women's ministry or the worship team, or maybe you play the drums or maybe you do the thing and everyone looks at you and you are the strong one. You are part of that house of Israel, but you know on the inside that your hope is completely dried up. You know, you won't tell anyone. You might not tell your man. You might not tell your woman. You might not tell your kids. You might not tell your small group, but you know that 2020 has kicked your butt so bad that it has literally kicked the hope straight out of you. And this is just being real. I have talked to more people in the last year that you would be absolutely shocked about where they went with God pre-corona and where they're at with him now. You would be shocked. Strong people, amazing people, people that I've respected so much. And their hope, because it was challenged, is completely gone. I feel like this is might be where you are, but this is not, not, not where you're going to stay. Because I hear the Lord saying, get it back. Get it back. Get it back. Get it back. And you know what is so amazing about the Lord is he didn't leave those bones dry. He didn't leave the hope completely cut off. He didn't leave them in that state. No, he did not. He offered a miracle. He offered life back into those bones. He offered health back into those bones. He offered a chance back into those bones. Even when they couldn't see it, God was working. Even when they didn't even know that that uh, God was even paying attention to them. He was interested in them. He knew where their hope was, and he also knew he was not going to let it stay there. This is the next part. Therefore prophesy, God's still speaking, and say to them, and listen to what he says. Thus says, 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 the Lord God. Behold, I will open your graves, my people, and I will bring you into the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord when I am, have opened your graves and caused you to come up out of your graves, my people. I will put my spirit within you and you will come to life and I will place you on your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord and I have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. Now, there's a couple of things that I want to point out here. What did he say? Therefore, prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord. You want to know how to get replenished with hope. It's in what God says. It is in what God says. It is in what the word says. That is where the nourishment and the water, the living water for your bones lie. That is where it is. Thus 
says the Lord. And this is what we're doing. We have got our, we're scrolling through social. We're looking at the news. We're listening to other people and we're listening to what everything else says. And we're wondering why we are still so dry. We have got to focus when we are extremely dry on what the word says. He said, thus says the Lord, behold, I will Open up your graves and cause you to come up out of your grave. Who does that sound like? Lazarus? Who does that sound like? The Shunammite uh, woman's son? Who does that sound like? Jesus? Who does that sound like? The woman that had the, uh, the little girl that had a fever that he, everyone said that she was dead, but he was asleep. Who does that sound like? This is something that is easy for the Lord, but it is when we stop listening to everything that wants us to listen to us. And when we put our focus on what the Lord says, says, says. If I could listen to what you say to yourself in your mind on a daily basis, and you know what you say to yourself, and you know the thoughts that you let in your mind about yourself, if you listen to them, Maybe on a tape or a CD or a spot of tape. No one even listens to tapes anymore. Um, but if you were to listen to the narrative that's in your mind, it probably wouldn't shock you while you're so dry. If you actually paid attention to what you put in your mind on a daily basis and whose words you let in your mind, it probably wouldn't shock you why you're so dry. There is a reason why you're so dry. Because you've let other words replace the word. You've poured out so much, so much, so much, and you've not input it enough of the word for you to stay moisturized during this time. There's a reason we're so dry because we're letting everybody talk to us and then we don't hear the loud voice of the Lord Speak to us. You do not have, listen, listen to me, listen to me. You do not have to stay this way. You don't have to stay hopeless. You don't have to stay discouraged. You do not have to stay disappointed. You do not have to feel exhausted all the time. You do not have to feel anxious all the time. And the way you do that is watching who you listen to. Who has your ear? Who do you let say whatever they want to you? You know, the older I get, I'm 40. I mean, it's not like I'm 90. I'm 40. But there are voices that I used to let in my mind via uh, relationships that I have and just just with people. Um, There are things I used to watch. There are things that I used to um, read and as the, I've gotten older, it is gotten, it is so easy for me to say, nope, you have no authority over me. It's so easy. I can turn off things. I can read something else um, because I guard my mind. I guard what God has given me because I know how easily swayed I can be. I do not want to let too many people in my mind as far as influencing my mind because it will hinder me from hearing what the Lord says and then I'll be very dry. 
The way you get come back to life is by taking, take a week. Everyone says, Autumn, I hear what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying, but how? This is what I do. I take a week, two weeks, three weeks. I'll fast. We're doing a fast. Uh, we just got done with a fast for the ministry. And you guys can join the um, Gangster Prayer page. Fast. I get up early, early, every single morning before anyone is up in my house. And I spend time putting the word of God in my mind. I start my day like that every day. And I can't. My husband and I actually had a conversation about it the other day. He was like, can I get up and work out early in the morning? And I was like, no. <laughs> You know that's my time. No, you can't do it. I guard it. And even he, and my response was so like, like crazy. He was like, okay, okay. I will not get up and work out early in the morning. I'm like, work out at night. Work out after the kids go to school. Work out later. Like, don't mess with my time. But I know that I have got, I, if, if I don't have that time, I will be very, very, very dry, crisp dry. Like you could break me dry. And that's how I was a couple of years ago, a year ago. I had poured out so much and I had not poured enough into me. Now I was having, I was having my quiet time left and right all the time, but I was pouring out more than I was putting in. And I was very dry and I needed the Lord to take my little face and say, Oh my goodness, you need my word more than you're putting in. That is how you replenish yourself. You listen to what the word of God says and you allow it to encourage you. And if you don't know where to start, get in the Psalms, start reading the Psalms. It is crazy how great that book is. He says, behold, I will open your graves and cause my people to come up out of your graves. Lazarus, Jesus, Shunammite son. Then you will know that I am the Lord. When I have opened up your graves and caused people to come out of your graves, I will. This is a promise. This is not optional. God is promising you. I will put my spirit within you and you will come to life. Doesn't that seem so good? A promise. This will happen for you. I feel like God sometimes um, almost once pleads with us. I am faithful. This will happen for you. You don't have to live hopeless. You don't have to live full of guilt all the time. You don't have to be worried all the time. I almost feel like he's in heaven and, and he loves us so much. He just wants us to know you don't have to live this way. You're wasting your life being hopeless all the time. When we have promises, solid promises like this from Ezekiel 37, I will put my spirit within you and you will come to life and I will place you on your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord. There is nothing better Guys, I could cry. Like, I'm not even, I don't know. Maybe it's my studio. I love my studio. It's like anointed in here. <laughs> we, I love this studio. But you guys, listen. I got away for a prayer retreat a couple days ago. Uh, not a couple days ago. A couple weeks ago. And no kids, no, no nobody. It was just me. 
I do this every year, but I hadn't done it since um, last year before uh, everything happened. I get on the plane. Literally, I get on the plane and I'm like sitting there and there's like they're trying to social distance or whatever. So there's a seat between me and the lady. I get on the plane and I literally start crying. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I know where I was headed. I know I was headed to sit with the Lord and just pray and just recoup and refresh myself. And I sat there and I was so thankful um, that I that I had the opportunity to go on a, a prayer retreat this year. Um and I got alone and I allowed the spirit to speak to me. And you know what he said? Do less. Do less. You don't have to do all this stuff. Do less. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to remove my, your expectation from you. Your expectation is just from you. It's not from me. I put, sometimes I put so much pressure on myself to do things that God never expects me to do. I want you guys to understand that hopelessness is not a destination. Yes, we can get there. Yes, we can get bogged down by the things that are happening in the world and what's happening in our families, what's happening, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you're facing. Yes. But when we make hopelessness a destination, we literally rob God of the opportunity to come in and do some of his greatest work if you have made hopelessness a destination, I'm telling you what, I'm pleading with you. Because I know God would do the same thing. It doesn't have to be. You might feel like your bones are so dry. The strong one. I know what it's like to be the strong one. I'm the strong one for everybody. And the strong one needs a stronger one to fill them up with living water. Hopelessness is not your end. It is not your destination. It may be a small season in your life. Is it real? Absolutely. Do we feel like things are hopeless at times? Absolutely we do. Of course we do. Things are hard. Life is hard. In this world, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The Bible tells us. Hopelessness is not a destination. And some of you guys have made it a destination. You bought a house there. You got a car. You got your lawn thing. You got your lawn care. You got your fertilizer thing. You've, you, you've put in shrubs in your destination of hopelessness. And God is saying, I am going to bring your hope and you back to life. But it's found listening. Who are you listening to? Here. It's found in the word. Not in everybody else's words. No. It is found in the word. And you're going to have to take six weeks, a month. I don't know what it is. And give him extra time in your day. Just read. Just read. Just read two chapters a day. Close the books. Be done. No expectation. Let the word of God permeate your soul and encourage you once again. If you've made it your destination, I, I just don't receive that. I want you guys 
to get your hope back. Because we have a God that is saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm waiting. I'm about to call you out of this grave. I am right here. I am right here. I am waiting. I love you guys um, so much. I hope this encouraged you guys today. Um, I could say so many things about this passage of scripture, but um, I just really feel like God gave me that picture of the, like the, the plants, like the, you know, you know, the plants that you buy, like I was talking about at the beginning where, you know, you water them the first day and then you forget to water them for a week and they still might look okay, but they're dry. And that's what I feel. I feel like we're a bunch of plants. <laughs> And we need to be watered with the living water, okay? I love you guys. I hope this encourages you. God bless you, and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Autumn Miles Show. To find out more, go to autumnmiles.com. There you can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement. Her inspiring message will be sure to engage and touch the heart of your audience at your next conference, church event, or business function. While you're online, you can find out how to order Autumn's latest book, Gangster Prayer. Our prayer is that this book will lead you to an intentional and passionate prayer life that is in sync with the heart of God. Go to autumnmiles.com to order your copy today. As we close, remember that you can follow Autumn on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for Autumn Miles in your internet browser. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to join us next time for another edition of the Autumn Miles Show.